All right, everybody, welcome to the Lucky 25 podcast. It's your boy. I am Vanderbilt in the building. And tonight, tonight, y'all, we got we got a special guest. You know, I was I, y'all heard me say on a couple of posts, uh, it's time to not only get physically fit, but it's time to get financially fit. And who better to get financially fit with my guest? Yeah, I'd like to welcome him to the Lucky 25 podcast. I'm gonna say his name and I'm gonna leave it to him. Welcome everybody, Joe Racing. Appreciate you for having me on to your podcast. Uh, like you said, my name is Joe Racing, Coach Joe. For those who don't know me, um, credit uh, specialist and financial literacy coach. Uh, I'm just here today just to spread the good word on credit and financial literacy because it's a lot of information when it uh, involves credit that a lot of uh, a lot of individuals do not know and understand. So I'm here to break down a few things, give everybody a few tips to help them get a better understanding of how credit works and things like that. So once again, I appreciate you for having me on. Uh, no problem, Dr. Pettis on mine. So uh, first of all, I want to say, you know, um, definitely like the page Lucky025 on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at lucky25.podcast. This week, we'll also be transitioning over to TikTok, and we're also going to be, our, our YouTube page is going to be active as well, uh, starting next week. But Joe, let's go ahead and kick things off, man. Um, and I wanted to ask you, first question I wanted to ask you was, when did, when did you first get into, you know, into credit repair? Was it, was it something personal or something that you were just always interested in? Let, mm-hmm. let us know how that all came about. All right. So um, I got into credit repair, and this is usually when a lot of people uh, starts to worry about their credits when they're trying to get a house, get a car, or anything like that. So maybe about um, maybe about four, maybe five years ago, when I was married at the time, me and my ex-wife we were looking to purchase a home. So we pretty much knew that our credit wasn't where we wanted it to be, but we still just wanted to just see what see what would happen. Uh, obviously, you know, we were denied at the beginning, you know, through our for our credit. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at my credit score and I was just like, my credit score is this. And at the time, I didn't really, under, even three or four years ago, I didn't understand how credit actually worked. Only thing I knew was to have to get certain things, you have to have good credit. But what is good credit and how do you get it was the issue. So maybe about um, 2019, I came across uh, an individual and they just said, hey, are you, you know, just... I saw, I saw a post actually about credit repair. Yeah, I need to get my credit repaired. I want to get a house one day. I want to get a brand, the car that I, that I dream about. I want to get that car. So, of course, um, I messaged her and we talked back and forth. You know, she told me about the services, how it could benefit me. And, yeah, I was, I was, I was down for it. And so that's basically how uh, I jumped in to credit. So by me, by years ago, trying to purchase a house and then finally come across someone that actually uh, repair credit at the time. That's how I got into it. Okay. Okay. So from when, when you first got into it and just, just take us through it and walk us through it. Uh, was it, was it a, was it a, a, a daunting task? You know, when you looked at your credit or did you, did you look at it and say, okay, this is an eye opener. I, I didn't know that it would be, you know, how my credit really, 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 uh, affecting me from getting certain things. Yeah, it was more of like looking at my taking a look at my entire credit profile from mm-hmm. payment history, 
all the way down to the negative items that were on there. And to just, so for me just looking at, I don't have any credit. So having no credit is just like having bad credit because you don't have any proof of you uh, paying accounts on time. And by you not having accounts, that just equals up to not, to not having anything. So when I finally, when I finally realized that, I was like, okay, that's one major component of credit, which it is 35% of your credit score is based off of payment history. So lenders want to see, you know, uh, how many accounts you have and how many times have you been late compared to on-time payments and having no late payments to or any missed payments is a good sign. So once they look at your payment history, they see, okay, well, this guy has uh, no late payments on any of his accounts within the last two years. That's, that's a green flag to them. So they can, so that's one thing they can say is, okay, well, we can trust him to make payments on time or yeah, without missing any. So that's the first thing I looked at. And when it comes to making late payments or missed payments, a lot of times that's because we will live on our means. And we've all been at that point at some point in our life when we live on I'm not trying to just do much, but like, you know what, this is just too much. I have to, I have to make a sacrifice and cut this off until I get to where I need to be financially and credit-wise. So that's one thing that I have to look at is, you know, what, what can I sacrifice for uh, the time frame that I'm trying to build, build up my credit? You know, cutting out fast food, cutting out all type of things uh, is one thing that I have to really look at. And once I did that, you know, I had extra money to save. I had extra money to put towards paying bills on time. And that's another key component. They, they, they see all of that stuff. If, you're, if your pay, car payment is $300 a month and every other month you're paying extra $50, that looks good. That's good. So basically just reevaluating my entire situation in my life. That's what really stuck to me. Like, man, you got to do better. And the first thing you have to do is get your credit together. Right. So, so basically, it, it not, on, not, only did, not only did you look at yourself, but you also had to discipline yourself. Like, yes. you, said, you know, okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to eat, you know, fast food. You know, that's, you know, you think about a, a, a McDonald's combo is almost $13. You know, right. you take that $13 and allocate it towards something else. So, it seems like, you know, the biggest thing, and I think this is what a lot of people are uh, getting the discipline to, you know, to mm -hmm. begin the credit repair. Number one, taking an honest look at yourself and your credit, you know, right. first of all, and then putting and then getting that discipline to say, OK, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do and make that change. Right. Um, how, how has credit repair and, and financial literacy changed your life from the time you started up until now? Wow. Well, first off, when you see your credit score rise, if you start from a, a 520 and it goes to a 720, that's an eye opener. And you start looking at, okay, well, what did I actually do to get here? You know, like I said, being one, number one, being disciplined, you know, when it comes to when you're in the process of repairing your credit, you're going to have to make sacrifices. You're going to have to. Because like I said, not everybody has the, the income to be able to spend whatever they want and at the same time make you know pay bills and other other accounts on time. So one thing that I tell any prospect that, that comes to me about repairing the credit, number one, make sure your finances are are intact because I don't want I don't want to add another bill to your current finances that you can't afford monthly. Right. You know, so getting financially fit, that's that's number one. And <laughs> 
and you know, taking the time to understand how credit works. It's not, it's really not rocket science. It's really not. It's easier than what people think it is. It's just being disciplined and having a knowledge and actually applying that knowledge to get it done. Because I can get, I, I throw out tips all day. All day, every day, I throw out tips. And, and, and I've been doing this for two years. As far as giving out tips, two years. So there shouldn't be any reason why people that watch me have bad credit. And if you do, <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what you're waiting on. What more can I do <laughs> besides give you free tips on a daily Mm -hmm. If you get to where, you know, you want to be. And as far as financially, financial uh, literacy, you know, not only do I, I help people repair their credit, but I help them earn extra income by starting the business as well. By doing what I do. Doing what I do. Okay. You know, I'm, I didn't start this. I didn't, like I said, I wasn't a credit repair specialist. I, I, learned every, I learned everything as I go. As I went along, like I said, it's easy. It's easy to do. Read, read books, go on Google, Google how, the, if you can, if you can understand how credit, uh, your credit score is actually calculated. And like I said, how it has broken down within five parts. If you can calculate that, understand that you, you're, you're in, okay. you're in the, you're in the, you're in the game. Just okay. understand how your credit score is made up. There's five components that makes up your credit score. And it breaks down how many points it actually allocates to 850. So it tells you how all the how will you get those eight fifty points. It tells you where everything comes from in each five factors. Okay. Once you get that down, you're good to go. Okay. So for for our listeners out there, what mm -hmm. what are the what are the five factors of, of credit repair? Okay. So five factors are like I said before, payment history. Got your payment history. That's the cal that's calculated up to thirty five percent. You have your uh, accounts type of mixture of accounts. So any, having anywhere from six, maybe to seven accounts is good. Anything less than that, that's just that's showing lenders a few things that you can't afford to have uh, a good mixture of accounts right now. And, and that's okay. Just like I said, get your finances together. And that's when that, and, and having a little to no accounts in the credit score will never get to where you need it to be. And I thought, and I thought that as I as I got into credit, I thought that you know, let me open up a credit card, let me open up two accounts, I should be good. It didn't. It it only jumped my credit score maybe with those paying those accounts on top, maybe about fifty points, maybe fifty points. And so, so the more research that I did, oh, okay, having more, you have to have anywhere from five to seven, is key. So you have a mixture of accounts. You have um, credit history as far as the length of those accounts. You know, the older the account, the uh, the better it is. So open, just opening up an account, uh, not that it's bad, but the older the account. So that's another thing. Don't close any long, uh, old account. So okay. a lot, I have a lot of people that come to me and say, well, I don't know why my credit score dropped. So one thing that I ask them, well, did you close any accounts? Yeah, I actually closed my credit card, one of my credit card accounts. How long did you have that account? Oh, I had it for about eight years. Why would you do that? <laughs> So you just deleted all those eight years, and I asked them, "Well, have you have, were you late on that uh, on that that credit card?" No, I was never late for eight years. So why would you close that account? <laughs> so so it, is it so is it is it is it a situation where this person has say like you say they had eight accounts, right? They mm -hmm. I mean the, the account for eight years, right? And 
and I, I'm, I'm assuming at this point, you know, it would be uh, on, on your end would be the education part because, mm-hmm. and, and I've and I've done this before. And this is why I'm I'm asking. I've had I've had an account for like six years, but I actually okay. wasn't using it. So I said, okay, with this, if I'm not using it, then I might as well disclose, you know, disclose it because it's it's just sitting there. So so that so I'm so I'm saying that I don't think that we we're not we're not closing it, you know, because you know we're not looking at the six or eight year history. We're mm-hmm. just closing it because we're figuring we're not we're not using it. It doesn't serve us any purpose. So right. So that's where the on your end the education part comes in. Yeah. You know, because like you say, you just say you know you had you had an eight year history with this mm-hmm. with this credit card company and you have not had any you know any bad payments. Well, that's like a that's a that's eight years of, of blitz, you know, from from a from a credit standpoint that you just right. wiped out. Right. You know, and I think I think we just we just don't we just don't look at it that way. And now we have to go through the process, you know, of starting of starting over. Right. And and by not using a credit card, it doesn't hurt, but it doesn't help you at the same time. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to credit cards, I can go all day about credit cards and how that like how, how they work and how you should use them. So this is another tip right here for everybody who's listening. So when it comes to credit cards, pay your bills with your credit cards. I'm going to tell you why you pay your bills with your credit cards. Because number one, you're showing that you're using that card. Two, so let's say you use a credit card to pay your electric bill. You know you have to, you was going to use your debit card or money to pay that, that electric bill regardless. Use your debit card, I mean your credit card, Pay that back with the money that you're going to use to pay the the, uh, the bill for your credit card bill. By you doing that, that's showing positive payment history on that credit card. Okay. Okay. So also two things: when you get your statement, it'll have a filing date or due date and a filing date. The due date is when you have to make the payment on the card, and the filing date is when they report it to the credit bureaus. A lot of people never they've never seen it or understand it. It's two different things. Due date and filing date are two different things. Due date is when you have to pay the credit card bill. The filing date is when they report it to the credit bureaus. So you make those payments before it's filed. I mean, it reports to the credit bureaus. Guess what? Credit score will go up. Okay. So the due date and filing date, two different things. Okay. And I learned, and I learned that about, like I said, about two years ago. I Because I, like I said, at the time, at that time, I had no credit cards. So I was looking up information. A friend of mine showed me, hey, this is a, yeah, have you ever, did you ever know about the due date and the filing date? No, what is that? The due date is when you have to pay the bill, but the filing date is when they report it to the credit bureaus. And I just looked at the statement, I was like, wow, all these years, I never, I never, never knew, knew that, never knew it, never knew it. Yeah. And that's the big thing, you know, um, you know, because you and I were, you know, talking earlier before, you know, before we came on, you right. know, uh, you know, you, you you make these mistakes just not knowing, you know. So edu- education is the key, you know, and and that's why I really want you to you know to, to hone in on the, the financial literacy part because you know I really feel like and including myself, that's that's just not, you know, we just don't know, you know. Right. You know, I I I can look I can Google credit repair, you know, and I could Google you know certain things, but I really don't know what I'm googling. You know, whereas right. if I came to you, you know, well, look, hey, you know, Jay, you know, this is what you need. This is what you need to be looking for. You know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, I'll give you some tips here, you know, here and there, 
and you know, and this this will start you. But hey, now that we're talking about it, what's going on with your credit? You know, right. so now 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 you you know now you now you you're bringing you know me and and others in, and now we can really start that education. Right. Um, and I, and I guess that leads to my next question: Is what, what's the biggest uh, the biggest single uh, biggest struggle? My, I should say that you face when it comes to uh, educating clients. Um, the biggest struggle I get is for them to actually be in discipline and be focused. You know, that's that's the hardest thing. <laughs> and, and sometimes you feel like you're talking to kids because you're you're giving them like we have. I have a twelve month process. To fixing your credit. Okay. Four month process. Number one, I ask if you follow these steps by, by each month, I have we have things set out first month. This is what you do. Month three to whatever, this is what you do. All you have to do is follow the steps. It's not hard, it's not rocket science. It's just that a lot of people come in with this mentality of when it comes to credit repair, is hey, this is my situation, fix my credit, and that's all I need you to do. But what I do, like I said, I'm a financial literacy coach as well. I not only repair your credit, I show you how to do it and why and how you got to where you're at. So once so once we get you there, you can you can take this knowledge and pass it on to somebody else. Okay. You know, so one of my biggest struggles is just when not, and this is not everybody. I have tons of clients who do the work, and because they really like I said, because if you tell me you want this house, you want this car, or you know, I'm just trying to uh, basically get everything together. That's that's what we can do. So, you know, it's just, you know, just getting everybody to uh, the majority of everybody buckle down, been focused, been disciplined and getting out of their head that uh, credit pair or the credit pair specialist or person, they just fix credit and I don't need to do anything. No, that's not how it is because I, I don't know anybody personally, but I just know that. Uh, not every individual or company, they educate their clients, you know, and, and that's the biggest problem because I don't want, I, I don't want to fix your credit and get you to where you need to be. And then three months later, you can't have to come back to me. No, that's not what I want you to do. I want to give you the knowledge, give you the tools and help you out to, to uh, get to where you need to be. And then also at the same time, you know, uh, help you earn extra income on doing what I do. That's what I do. I help people. I, I don't I don't sell credit repair. I, I inform people or individuals. I don't sell anything. I inform. Like I said, I give out free tips every day. All I'm doing is inform you. Hey, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. Teach, learn one, teach one. That's my motto. Okay. Learn one, teach one. So once, if, I, if I can show you how to get it done, show it to the next person. And if it's not, if it's not making sense soon, Let's talk about it. That's it. Okay. Um, you know, you and I were talking about financial literacy. Um, mm -hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the things I see, you know, with a lot of young people, and, you know, you and I were both, you know, young at one point. Um, right. How important is financial literacy in our young people? And for, for, those, for those youngsters that you do come across, you know, how do you feel their knowledge or their understanding of how important uh, financial literacy is, not only for themselves, but you know, their, their future going forward? Right. That's, that's something that's, that I feel like is very, is very important because we didn't get that. 
You know, the only the only thing that we got when we were little is uh, go to college, graduate from college. That's the only way that, you know, that number one, that, that guarantees you a good paying job, number one. That's how we were taught. We, we were never taught to budget. We weren't. We were never taught about credit. We were never really taught about finances because the generation before our parents, they didn't have that. They, they didn't know anything. So as, you know, as generations pass, we learn more things, we experience more things. So each time that we learn something, we have to get the next generation ready and prepare for it, you know? So, and I, and of course, I think maybe even about 20, 30 years, I don't know, honestly, the exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure that the way that credit, how they look at credit now was not the same thing 20, 30 years ago. They didn't look at, they probably look at certain factors and, oh, this is what you have to do to do this. You know, so now in our generation, you know, like I said, we're, we're, we're adults now. So now we have to teach our kids and younger generation, hey, this is when, you know, when, you, go, when you graduate from uh, college, if you want to be successful when it comes to, or you want to be uh, in the right financial spot, if you want to have your credit intact lined up, this is what you have to do. You know, because just just imagine the knowledge that we have now about credit, finance, and budgeting. Going into college or coming out of college, we'd be well off right now. You know, we we probably all be in houses and driving the cars the cars that we want because we were just we were, in our minds we were just taught that go to college is the only way to get ahead in life. And obviously, of course, that's not the only way that you can you know become a millionaire. You know, we have you have. I mean, let's just let's just think. You know. Uh, Facebook. He actually he went. I can't remember. If, correct me if I'm wrong. They were in college, and he actually stole that that idea from Facebook. He actually, I believe, he actually stole that idea. And look at Mark Zuckerberg now. He's a a billionaire. You know. So just just having the knowledge that we have now, I, we definitely need to pass it down to the younger generation. And I don't know if you've seen this. I've seen it. Uh, maybe today is Tuesday. I've seen this maybe this past weekend. I think it's the state of Florida. I think it's the state of Florida or some or some cities in Florida. They are now making it mandatory that high schools teach financial literacy, credit, budgeting, finances. Yes. I haven't posted. I forgot to post it the other day. But, yeah, I've seen it on, on uh, Instagram, if I remember correctly. Okay. It's either the state of Florida or one of those states. They're now making it mandatory that they that in high school to teach kids on all of that stuff. I'm like. That just blew my, I, I stood there like looking at my phone like this for like 30 minutes, like it's finally started. So now we need to make that a, make that a, a, a whole trend over the United States because I'm, I'm, I think we're the only one with an actual credit system, you know? So we need to expand that all over the United States to get all these kids that's, you know, about to, you know, go into high school. And so when they leave high school, Go and start going to the real world. They have all the, the the tools and the knowledge that they need. That's 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 where that's where the past generation failed us. Is not properly preparing us for the real world. I thought I, I thought all I had to do was just you know at least go to work and and spend my money or whatever I wanted. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't. Yeah. They didn't yeah. tell me about bills, car notes, and all that. And I was like, what is, right. what is this? I thought I just go get a car. And just drop it. <laughs> right. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because, you know, and I touched on it, you know, earlier, you know, mm -hmm. with my son, you know, he's 
you know, he just turned 18, you know, and right. I'm like, look, you know, now is the time that you really need to start, you know, looking at your credit and, you know, really starting mm-hmm. to set your path to financial literacy. And, you know, like, right. and, you know, it's, and I'm, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying this to, to, to bash him or talk bad about him or anything, but that's something that my father never gave me. You know, I, we, I can honestly say this, you know, that we never had a conversation about, you know, budgeting and we never had a conversation, you know, about savings and all these other things. So, you know, here it is now, you know, I'm, I'm older, you know, and later in life, and, you know, I see my son, he's 18. I'm like, hey, this is, this is what you need to do. You know, dad has made these mistakes, you know, and I'm working on this, but I need you to, you know, really get serious about it because, you know, you're, you're 18, you just started, you, you just started living, you just started manhood. You know, mm-hmm. you follow just these few steps that I've learned and started to implement, you know, in, in my life towards, you know, as far as financial literacy goes, you're just right. 18. So, you know, if you just if you just follow, you know, the process that I'm on, then, you know, you'll really be able to, you know, to, to set, you know, to set your path, you know, or set your own right. course. Or as I say, and this is why I had you on as well, you know, financial literacy and, you know, credit repair that's th- those two things will afford you to be able to live a certain lifestyle you know you and that's one of the things that and that's that's what the l stands for in lucky 25 is lifestyle mm-hmm. you choose a lifestyle so if let's just and i'll never forget this now i'll share this story uh i was uh doing an event i was i was uh i was photographer and a videographer at an event and we were at uh, we were at a condo off of um, off of Kirby, you know, beautiful condo. Matter of fact, shout out to my man Duval Mitchell, Mister Right On, Right On, Right On. And um, so my son, we go upstairs, I set up and everything, and he's got and you know he's walking around, and my son just got this you know deer in the headlights look, you know, right. like, man, y'all they've been like this, you know, and he and you know and and, uh, and Duval was like, oh man, you know this. This is just money, man. You know, you can live like this too. You're young. You know, right. like, you know, and matter of fact, if I'm if I'm correct and if I'm going back into my memory bank, you know, Duval said, you know, hey man, you know, if this is the lifestyle you want, you can have it. You know, so my son was like literally, now he's supposed to be with me setting up. You know, I'm right. I, I look again, he didn't walk off to, to the infinity pool. And he right. Was, I could I could get used to living like this. You know, I'm like, and this is maybe two, maybe three years ago. You know, right. I'm like, okay, so if this is the lifestyle you want, you know, then, then you can have it. You know, so yeah. one of the, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, we, once again, like you say, we weren't, you know, we weren't necessarily taught. And that's not to say anything bad about our parents because our parents pour as much as they can into us. Right. You know, but, it, but now it's up to us to take what we didn't have and what we now have learned and right. now pour it, and now pour it into them. Um, and and also, you know, you 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 touched on briefly, you know, the the biggest issue that you you see with people in their credit. Um, and I think one of those things was was discipline. Uh, but mm-hmm. let's talk about the the process. Let's just okay. okay. We'll use me for example. And I'm coming to you. Hey, you know, Joe. I and 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 honestly, this is honestly, y'all. This is really the way. Uh, Joe and I met. I think you were giving tips out, you know, right. and I and I and I reached out to you, you know, and, and we just kept that connection going ever since, you know. Right. So for for someone like me or, or anybody else, 
that, you know, hey, wants to reach out and say, hey, look, I really need to get serious about my, you know, my, my credit repair and, and my own financial literacy going forward. What is the, walk me through that process of getting, getting me or anybody else ready to, to go on that journey of, you know, not only, you know, good credit, great credit, but financial literacy. Okay. All right. So starting off, like I said before, you know, making sure that you are financially ready to make uh, the jump to purchase or start your credit or credit repair service, number one. And that's not just with me, that's with anybody, you know, because everybody charges this or that. So I'm not here to talk about, you know, how much I charge compared to how much anybody else is charging, charge you. Just, you know, make sure you do your research on who's at, whoever you plan on contacting. And so first off, make sure you have anywhere, I would say anywhere from a uh, couple hundred bucks to about 500 bucks for credit repair, depending on, like I said, who, who you're going with. So uh, get that, get, get your finances together too. Um, know what's on your credit. I get this a lot and I, 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 and I kind of scratch my head because I'm like, how do you not know what's on your credit? Well, you know, you were, you were evicted two or three years ago. Anytime that you don't pay something and it doesn't go away, that's what it does. It goes to your credit. So I'm like, well, yeah, have you had evictions, um, repos? Have you missed it? You had late payments, missed payments or anything within the past six to 12 months? So basically just know what's on your credit. And that's another common mistake that a lot of people, individuals don't do. They don't check their credit. So when they're coming to, when they're looking to try to get a house or a brand new car, and instead of them checking it, well, you know what? There's no way they're going to prove it with this. They go into try to purchase a house or a car, and they get denied. So that's when, okay, I need to get, I need to start preparing to work on my credit. No, you should, <laughs> you should check your credit anywhere from two to three times a year, just to stay on top of your credit. So, also number two, yeah, make sure you know what's on your credit. You know, know what's affecting your credit score. Okay, so once you get those down, okay, that makes the process a little more easier for me to explain and for, you know, a prospect to understand. So I asked also, what's going on with your credit? Because a lot of times, everybody, like I told you before, everybody's situation is a little different. You can have little to no uh, derogatory items, but your payment history is out of whack. Your actual credit profile is bad, or it could be vice versa. You know, you, you, don't you, your payment history is good. You have the good mixture of credits. You have the good length of credit history. All that's good. But about three or four years ago, you had this or that. And then I have a lot of clients who, who both, they have uh, derogatory items in, you know what, I've had like three late payments for whatever reason. You know, a lot of times people fall on hard times because of they lose a job, they get sick. We had, you know, we had COVID in 2020. So there's, there's a lot of reasons why people you know, default on whatever loan for whatever reason. But at the same time, you know, sometimes that could, that you know, depending on the situation, that could be, we could help out. Or if they just contact those um, who they have an account with and they can work with you. And that's a lot of, that's what, that's, that's another problem that people do. So, if you know, you're following on hard times, talk to your car dealership, talk to um, your apartment complex, talk, just talk to them. And let them know what's going on because maybe there's some type of there's some there could be some help to help you out. This is me a couple of years ago. Uh, I got divorced, had to start all the way over, 
and I had to get a new job. So I was in between jobs. So got an apartment and my income was little to zero. So I had to go and apply for, you know, Texas rent relief. They helped me out with four months. They gave me four months. Okay, I got four months to make some things move. Okay. So, so a lot of us, we have to, what's the word I'm looking for? We have to, we have to let our pride go sometimes. And pride is a big thing. That's a big thing. It's a real big thing for a lot of people to do. Let go of your pride and ask for help. You know, especially if you've never been into a situation with these lenders, they won't, they won't mind helping you. Right now, if you've been with, you've had a credit card with Capital One for about five years, you've never been late, never been late. Now, for whatever reason, it's been a month, month and a half that you have made a payment for whatever reason. If you call them and say, hey, you know what, this is my situation, guess what they're going to do? You know what, that's fine. We'll, we won't add any fees. We won't do this. Just when can you start making payments on the couch? That's all you have to do. Don't, don't say anything. We're not moderators. You know, by not saying anything, we're thinking, those little things, two things, that one, you don't care, and two, why should we care if you don't care? You know? Mm-hmm. So there's it. I mean, I say if it's if it's broke, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know. Well, right now your situation is broke, so let's fix it. Let's fix it, right? Let's fix and, it, right? And you know, and and you know, you and I, you know, we were talking earlier. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, we, I, you know, paths were kind of similar. You know, where you know you you're divorced, and I'm going through divorce, and mm-hmm. so I, you know, and and honestly, man, I'm, I'm I was on the internet and I forgot what I was looking for. And mm. I said, you know, let me see if I could, I'm not, I take that back. It was the Sam's card, that's what it was. And I, I said, okay, let me apply for the Sam's card. You know, and it was it was an eye opener because I was, you know, going through so many things, you know, you know, dealing with, you know, that issue and I'm so okay, well now, you know, I really need to start getting, you know, getting my finances together. So right. when, you, you know, they send you, you know, they send you the letter, you know, and when I, and I when I looked at that word and it said derogatory, I was like, "Ooh, that that cut." <laughs> yeah, uh, that cut. <laughs> yeah, ugh, derogatory. You know, and so mm-hmm. that was my first, uh, I guess you would say, introduction or, or, or you know, awakening into you know, really, really, really looking at my you know my credit. And and I pay once again on this podcast. And anybody who knows me, I believe in being totally transparent. Man, I pulled my credit report and I looked at it and I just got disgusted. I'm like, OMG. And I'm just looking and I'm like, oh, oh wait a minute. I know that's not, I know, I know that's not good, you know, because it said, it said charged off. I'm like, I know that's not good. I know this is not good. So I, I think what, like, like you say, you know, my first initial response was up to myself was I can do it. I got it. I'll fix it you know, but not necessarily knowing how to fix it, you know, you and then when you, and then when you're, when you're saying to yourself, okay, now it's time to, to fix it and you don't know, well, w- because you don't know, you now put it off. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and as now, now that you, you say, you know what? Okay. And, and life happens. That's, I mean, let's just, you know, keep, keep it a buck. Right. Life happens, you know? So if I'm, I, and I told myself this, you know what? Okay. I'm going to take care of this next week, you know, I'm going to take care of this next month, you know, but once again, life and things happen. So now you're now that two weeks or that month has now turned into three, three weeks and going on 
four months. You know, and 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 I and as a matter of fact, when when you and I just talked last week, I was like, hey, look, I got this to deal with. You know, once I deal with this, you know, you and I are really gonna get together. You know, yeah. so we gonna get together and get the business going. You know, right. he was like, and you know, first thing you say was like, man, look, take care of what you got to take care of, and you know, when you're ready, we gonna we gonna lock in. I'm gonna be here. Yeah, I'm gonna be here. We, we, we gonna we we gonna lock in and we gonna get it done. So. um Speaking of on, on financial literacy, you know, and, and I and I, I look at the bigger, I look at the the bigger picture overall. Uh, shout out to Chandra, she says hello, uh, and I want to let everybody know that we do have the live chat open. So if you do have any questions for Joe, please uh, please type your chat, uh, type your uh, question in the chat, and we'll definitely get him to answer while he's on. If he is not on, you do have questions. I'll make sure that he, you know, puts his social media information out there, how he, how he can contact him. Uh, so we're definitely going to be able to keep the, the conversation or the, the we, we, we're getting financially fit. So we're going to keep, we're going to keep that lane open. Uh, so, cause my, myself included, myself included. So, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting fit with everybody else. Um, and, and we're going to keep this going, but in your, in, in your estimation, uh, how would how how different would the world be uh, if more of us were financially financially literate and also and and what what okay first of all explain the benefits because uh, I think I think a lot of people once we go back to education I think a lot of people don't know what being financially literate means <clears throat> so if you could repeat that if you haven't if you haven't uh, if you had said it already repeat that again. And okay. tell everybody the benefits, short term and long term, and and how does that make the world better in in, in your eyes if more people were fi- well, uh, more financially literate? Yeah. So this is just me personally. What I think about being financially uh, literate means so it doesn't just mean credit wise. That means financially fit with your credit, your finances, budgeting. All that ties into one thing, you know, not everybody is good at budgeting. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I just got good at budgeting maybe about a year ago. Crazy as it seems. I just, I'm, I'm third, I'll be 37 in July. I just got good at budget. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be very transparent. One of the reasons why at the time that my ex-wife wanted a divorce with me is because guess what? I didn't know how to budget. Fellas. Fellas, if you're watching this right now, you can ask any woman, what do they say they want to provide and a protector? So one thing we have to do is learn how to lead, not just in one aspect, that's the entire marriage. Right. So one thing that I lacked at in the time was budgeting. My ex-wife, she, we, we, we're very good terms right now. And we we talk on, on a good on a regular. But at the same time, one thing she said I wish you could have been better at was budgeting. Like a lot of women, when they like, they talk about being submissive and when they say being submissive, that means submissive to everything. We, they want us to lead when it comes to finances, when it comes to bills, when it comes to this, that's what they mean. And so I didn't really understand that, you know, at the top, because she was so good at that's just one of the things she was good at. So I said, you know what? I just leave her to do it. No, just because they can do it and good, it doesn't mean that's what they're supposed to do. No, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be the provider and protector. Everything goes through us. 
And then once it goes to us, then we, we, we spread it out. Okay, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. That's one thing that I lacked in. So like I just said, just a year ago, I got in, I, I finally got good at budgeting. I spent in one month last year, I spent over $700 in fast food. Wow. $700. And so I'm looking at my, my bank account. Where's all my money? I know I got more money than this. Yeah, you did. I had it. But by me not budgeting and not saving, guess what? My money just, it, it looked like I had got paid and boom, it was gone. It was gone. Right. Just right. as quick as it came, it was gone. Right. And it, it's funny that you say that, man, because, you know, you know, especially when you have a, I guess you would say life altering or life changing event, you know, such mm -hmm. as divorce and things like that. And that when, when I was by myself and, you know, it's just me and my thoughts, you know, right. just me, you know, now, now, now I'm stripping myself all the way down and, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I, I'm not worried. About, I, I can't worry about what she did. She's not here. Okay. What, what did you do? What, what, what did you what where were you lacking and, and man i promise you and yep. oh my god if she hears this podcast she's gonna be like i told you so but anyway listen that's my expression but one i never forget you know and, and i'm you know my my first love is photography and video right so here it is you know and, and with photography and video you know you have to buy equipment to keep up you know, because cameras are always changing, lenses are changing, yep. always something. And right. I never forget, and man, this was like one of the biggest arguments we had. And I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, well, look, I got I got this here. I need to I need to invest, I need to just go get some equipment. You know, right. she was like, Well, no, we need to do this. No, no, don't don't just go spend all that money on equipment because we haven't taken care of this and we haven't taken care of that. And I'm like, but look, I got to get out here with this new equipment. You know, I got to get new right. equipment and then I got to hit the ground running. So of course, right. of course, being being a man, you know, <laughs> I didn't I didn't heed. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't listen. Right. So, next thing you know, I didn't drop five racks on camera equipment. <laughs> oh man, I can just imagine her face when she seen that. Like so I never you know, I walked out, walked in the door and she was like, where you been? I was like, oh, you know, I went to look at some camera equipment. And, you know, so I set the bag by the computer and I went into the kitchen and I, I knew the receipt was in there. I, my, in my mind, I was saying to myself, you know, I'm going to take the receipt, put it in my pocket. And, you know, and, you know, she'll just see the equipment. because She really don't know what it costs. Right. So I never get, man, I'm in the kitchen. And she was like, no, you didn't. And I listen, wait a minute, let's try to cut you off. And when any woman, if they if they manage you, they come to you real calm and collected, be afraid. Be afraid. I'd very afraid. I'd, I'd rather you yell and do all that than just come in calm because I don't know what to expect. <laughs> okay, so that, like this is this is my phone, right? And yeah. This is the phone is the receipt. So I, I, I'm in the kitchen. Now. I'm 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 pouring my I'm pouring my juice real slow because I'm so scared to walk back to that building. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, this is this has got to be the slowest pour ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. You know, so I'm pouring the juice and I could hear the receipt rumbling. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And, and, oh, and I'll say this, uh, you know, <laughs> my ex-wife is so good with math. She, she used to be a math tutor. 
Yes. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm imagining her. I'm in the kitchen imagining her reading that receipt. And mm-hmm. I, when she got to the bottom, she didn't say anything. She just kind of like, we had like a little, eye, like a little, uh, a little cutout in the, you know, from the kitchen to the living room. And she right. came and stood right in that little opening right there. And she said, you did it anyway, huh? And I had my back turned when she said that. And I was like, Lord, do I want, I don't, I don't even want to turn around. I don't. Yeah. Well, you don't want to turn around. <laughs> I do not want to turn around. I really, really don't. You know, yeah. Jesus, can you just, you know, make guide her to the other room so I could turn around because I'm scared. And I just turned around. And she said, you did it anyway, huh? And she said, okay, and just walked off. Now here it is, I'm sitting at my computer desk. I'm like, man, I'm just gonna sleep in this chair. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going in that room, sleep in this chair. Sleep with one eye open, sleep with one, one eye open. open. Yeah. But long story short, she actually saw what I didn't see. You know. Now here it is, I'm thinking that I just need the camera equipment so I could get out here and keep up you know, with all the other photographers and videographers that were going right. on. Well, we actually had a situation come up where the money that I spent would have been well, it would have, you know, not not to say that what I wasn't doing wasn't important, but, you know, that money could have been well spent, you know, on other things. And she was like, I tried to tell you, I tried to tell you, you know, so that was one of those, those things that I, you know, when I, when I sat back and I really looked at the, you know, bigger scope of things, you know, and I'll, and I'll be perfectly honest, you know, it was never, it was never that I didn't trust her when it came, when right. it came to money. It's just that I would always say we were never together. Mm-hmm. You know, she had her one way of thinking about it. I had my one way of thinking about it and we never came together, you know, on, the financial path that we should take. So right. just to say what you said, fellas, if you're out there, yes, I'm not saying, you know, you know, just do whatever it is you want, but nine times out of 10, if she's telling you don't do it, she, don't she, do it. <laughs> telling you for a reason. You're and telling you for a reason. A lot of us have been, a lot of us out there have been there. So yeah. you, you hear it from me and you heard it from Joe. Just yeah. sit your hands But listen, Listen, not not talking about they're not nagging. They do nag. They do nag. They, they're not when it comes to finances. They're not nagging. They're telling you the truth. Do the not truth. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and, and that taught me. You know, and but that really taught me something. You know, and, and it's not that I didn't know it. It's just right. that you know that and other things were you know leading you know towards the you know to the end of the marriage anyway. Right. But right. I, and I, I tell and I said this on a podcast just last week. You know. A woman is 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 there. She's she's by you because she's gonna see things that you don't see. Mm-hmm. That's why she's the that's why she's the queen on the chessboard. There you go. She can see and maneuver where you can't go. Mm-hmm. So she said. So in now, let me say this also: if she's a good woman, because you got some women out there who you know who. Have their own agendas. You know, right. That's a that's a that's a totally another another topic. But right. if if she's really a good woman and she's in your corner, she's making moves not only because she sees what she does, what you don't see, but she's making moves that's gonna protect your move. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to understand. That's where that's yep. where that's where you know that that word that you talked about earlier. 
that's where that's where your pride comes in. There you go. Because you got to be able to put your pride on the side and say, you know what? She's not saying this to run the household. She's saying this because she sees something I don't see. And once again, my, my ignorance and my pride is getting in the way. And of course, when we, you know, we make those mistakes and we trip and fall on our face, they just look at us and say, I tried to tell you, now get on up. Come on. Yep. I mean, my maybe you'll listen. Um, right. So definitely pay attention. If, you know, if you have a spouse, um, I'm, I say this part, I say in all sincerity, if you have a spouse, one thing I do suggest, and, and I know Joe will probably uh, echo the same sentiment, is get together on your finances. Have, yes. a, have a financial meeting, whether it be, you, you said it, whether it be every two weeks, once a month, mm -hmm. or whatever. Because if that's the one thing that I would say, I, that I would say I would have changed, is that right. I had more money conversations. Exactly. It was just, you know, oh, you spent this? Well, yeah, you spent this. Well, I know, but I told you I was spending what I told you know it's a, it's it was a lot of back and forth. Back and, and forth, yeah. And it was always counterproductive, you know. Right. So if so if you're with that, you know, if you're with that one person, you know, whether the relationship is serious or you know, you guys are married, newly married, or, or you know, well into your marriage, have those have those money conversations because at the end of the day, it, it can't come back to, to to haunt you. Um and I guess that leads to my next question is. How late in life debt is making uh, retirement, you know, uh, you know, because a lot of us, you know, there are some people that are up in age, you know, and the not to say that they, you know, they, they, they haven't planned properly. But, you know, once again, you know, age, the economy, the pandemic, all these things have happened. And now you're looking at people who are, you know, 50s, 60s or older and they're just not in a great financial situation, you know? Mm -hmm. So how, how, how late in, in life, you know, is debt making people uh, make it for those who are retiring and what, what do you feel could, could actually be done about it? Uh, well, number one, like, like we talked about earlier, you know, back in, you know, when our grandparents were coming up and their, and our great grandparents were coming up, they didn't have the opportunities and the uh, chances to do, you know, do what was needed to get to make money and stuff like that, you know, with that whole era right there. Mm -hmm. So they can only go off of what they knew and what they saw, you know. So all they all they wanted to do was just, you know, uh, be free and um, basically have the rights as the regular as everybody else had, you know. So, so they were in a totally different era than where we are now. So as generations begin and grow, uh, we, learn, we learn new things and we experience new things. So building generational wealth is one thing that our generation, we should be working towards. Because like I said, our parents didn't get the chance to get that because we didn't own anything in the, between the, in the 60s and Back before that, we didn't own too many things. So we didn't have anything to pass on to the next generation. So what we have to do now is build generational wealth, start businesses. You know, that's one thing I push. You know, multiple streams of income. If people want, like we talked about earlier, people want, like you said, if he wants to live the life that he saw, <laughs> he's going to get out there and how to make things happen. 
And it's not going to happen with just one source of income. Right. I guarantee you, like Jay-Z, he didn't, he didn't become a billionaire just off of music. He right. had money, but right. he became a billionaire off of real estate, off of start, uh, off investing his money to other businesses. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have to do. His, his great, 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 great grandkids are sick. Exactly. You know? So we have to start building generational wealth right now. You know? Yeah. And if we don't start now, our kids are not going to know. Well, like I said, they're going to they're going to they're going to think that well, the only way to make good money is go to college. And I'm not knocking anybody who's ever went to college. I went to college. You know, I'm not knocking anybody who's going to college who wants to go to college. But, but what I'm saying is, that's not the only way to make money or get ahead in life. You just right. have to have the knowledge and apply it. Right. You know, start a, start a business. If you if you if you if you love to repair cars. Start start your repairing business. Yeah, you know what it takes. You know if you if you if you're a good draw artist, paint. These I have I have a family member who who was a very good painter. You might even you might even know him. Probably seen some of his work. He's dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like find find what your niche is and go for it. Go for it, man. It's it's so funny that you say that. You know, uh, me and the kids had a conversation a couple of weeks ago, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, and this, this, this was up leading up to, you know, my, you know, this is, you know, when, when I was into my bout with COVID and, you know, having to learn mm-hmm. how to walk again and rehab and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So my, they, they cornered me in the kitchen. I, I'd say, oh Lord, I say two of them here, you know, what do they want? <laughs> like they're going to jump. Right. Um, so they were like, you know, daddy, we feel like, you know, all you do is, you know, sit in your room or you sit at the computer all day long. You don't do anything else. You know, and I had to, you know, and I, and, and you know, one thing I always encourage and just like, you know, uh, Chandra said, you know, that's a great idea about having a financial meeting <clears throat> with your significant other. And I like that. Right. Um, I also believe that you should have those financial conversations with your, you know, with your children as well. Mm-hmm. And what I was trying, what I was telling both of them is you only see me just sitting at the computer. That's all you see. Okay. Number one, I have a full-time job. That's one, that's, that's one income coming in. Right. I have my clothing line. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's another, in, that's another income coming in. Right. You know, uh, I'm, you know, now working on getting the nonprofit foundation, you know, up and running. You know, that's, I, there's money coming in, but that's, from, that's more of a community standpoint. But then again, that's another stream of income that's coming in that's going to mm-hmm. benefit others. You know, right. and now, you know, I'm, I'm working on a couple other things and, you know, I'm going and I, now that I'm getting back to 100 percent, I'm actually going back to photography and video, which is, you know, my first love. As a matter of fact, right. uh, I'm shooting. Uh, we're in the pre-production phase now of a TV series that I'm getting ready to sh- shoot, you know. Good. So that's that's, you know, now I'm going back to media, which is another stream of income, you know, but you're only looking at it as. Okay, daddy just sitting in front of the computer all day, you know. Well, I work eight to nine. I work eight to nine hours, you know, for my job. But then mm-hmm. I have I have one business that I have to dedicate my time, effort, and energy to. And now I have three other business ventures that I'm getting myself ready for. So, mm-hmm. so, so I I told I said that to, you know to them like look look there's a there's a 
there's a method to the madness. I'm not, yeah, you know, you may see me sitting at the computer. I may be on YouTube. I may be, you know, watching, you know, uh, whatever, you know, whatever's on. I, but I say right. most of the time that I'm on YouTube, I'm researching. I'm, I'm researching something, you know, but I'm researching something that I'm going to use to generate mm-hmm. another stream of income. income. There you go. Another stream of income. You know, I'm, I'm looking to, and I'll be honest with you, and I'm going to say, Maybe by August, September, I'm gonna have at least six streams coming in. There you go. At least six. But the legwork starts now. You know, I gotta do the leg, I gotta do the legwork now, you know. So mm-hmm. when I so my tar- so my if my target date, let's just say is September 1st, I've already put all the legwork in that when September 1st gets here, all I gotta do is sit back and now I'll reap the benefits of all the legwork that I put in, you know? Right. So, and that, and and you know, that's just a conversation that I feel like, you know, we don't have with our, mm-hmm. with our kids more often, you know, you know, you, you've heard this many, many a times, Joe, you know, everybody, everybody wants, everybody want to see the shine. Yeah. Ain't nobody, ain't no, ain't nobody ready to get there and do the polish. Nope. Nobody nope. wants to get there and polish. But everybody right. will shine, you know. Right. And in my case, you know, it, you know, and I'm more than sure you can attest to this as well. Mm-hmm. You know, matter of fact, we just talked about the virtual assistant. You know, I'm. It's just, it's just me. It's when, I, when, I, when I when I when I wake up, I'm like, okay, I have a list of things that I got to do. Right. Um, and I, I look, you know, and I I look at my kids. I'm like, okay, well, they cornering me about all I do is sit in front of the computer. But yet I don't see neither one of them sitting here, you know. Hey, Daddy, what could we do? You know, exactly. You know, hey, you because know, at the end of the day, and, and I, this isn't this is another part of the Lucky Twenty Five uh, platform. You right. know, and I I do this for the lifestyle, but also I do this for the legacy. You know, you know, this is something that at the end of the day. When I'm done, I could just really sit back and like, y'all go run now. I didn't lay, I didn't lay the groundwork. Just go run. Go run it. Yep. Go, 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 go do what you do. You know, I, I put it, I put my time in, and now y'all could, you know, y'all could go ahead and move forward, you know, right. on, on what I've set back. You know, now y'all could really shine off all the polishing I've done. Mm-hmm. Now y'all, now y'all could shine. Go, go get it. Yeah. Um you know, as, as we get ready to wrap up, uh, I want you to tell everybody about your uh, about your, you know your your credit your credit repair. Um, also, uh, I want you to tell people a little bit about uh, Connoisseur Services. You know what it is you do, and then you will will uh, I'll let you end it as well by telling people how they can find you on social media okay. and if they want to get in touch with you about your services. Okay. Yeah. So just within you know uh, my business, Connoisseur Services. Um, it's not Connoisseur Services Credit Repair Financial Literacy. I'm actually going to make that a brand. So that's why I don't entitle it just Credit Repair and Financial Literacy because I'm going to add more entities to that. It's going to be life insurance pretty soon. It's going to be whatever you can think of. I'm going to tie a lot of entities into that. So that's going to be a household name, you know. So uh, it's Connoisseur Services. Um like I said, been in business for about two years now. Um, 
with the as part of the credit repair services within itself, um, the process is very simple. Like I just, I've already pretty much broke it broke it down. So you get your finances intact in to where you can to where you can fit into your current budget. That's that's the first thing. Budget. We have to budget. So when you come to me and I explain you the services and I give you the price, you know, make sure that you can afford it for the next however many months. Okay, that's no, that's one thing. So the services itself is an easy process. Um, like I said, depending on your situation, it could take anywhere from six. On the average, six to eight months. Give me six to eight months on average. That's what I need for me for me to get some work done and get things moving and, and moving in the right part. Six to eight months. I'm not saying that it's gonna it's not gonna take longer or it's gonna take shorter. I'm not saying that. Just on average, my average customer uh, client saves me six to eight months. I've had clients who've seen real quick success within three to four months. I've had clients who's still with me for a year or longer. It just depends. Everybody's situation is different. But we have twelve services that that make most of my clients stay with me after, even after i got their credit score to where it needs to be they, i have at least five clients at least five that will be for me over a year their credit score is good they got houses they got cars they got everything that they that they said they said they wanted me to help them get got it but it's, it's a, other services that we offer that's keeping them there i just name just a few of them we have a debt payoff system we basically show you how to pay off your debt that's one, that's one thing that we struggle with is how do we, how do I got all this debt? How do I pay it off? We show you how to do that. Okay. okay. We have a system we have a, um, we have rocket lawyer right now. So if you're looking to get an LLC or anything like that, guess what? That's free with us. That's free. Okay. We actually have a tool to where you can set a will and, a will and trust form on average. How much do you think, you would, how much do you think a lawyer would charge you to, Write out a will and trust for you. Thousands of dollars. You get it for free with our services. Okay. So those are just a few services that we offer. I don't want, I don't want to give everything away right now, but okay. that's just one of the extra uh, services that we have for all of our clients. And I have so many clients who post, hey, does anybody know who can do this? I'll mess them real quick. If you go to your portal, scroll down, look to the left, look what I say right there. Wow, I didn't know we did that. That's because you're not looking at the services. It, like I told you, we're more than just a credit repair service. We offer a lot of other tools to help you. Okay. Okay. When, and that, and that, and that's definitely good to know. Um, you know, and, it, and you know, I, I did the post the other day, uh, and hope you, you know, hope, hope you got some leads from that. Uh, but you know, one of the things that uh, I believe, and this this ties into the C or the community part uh, of mm-hmm. twenty five. You know, I I can't shine, and others around me are dull. There you go. It, it take it takes a it takes a community. Um, you know, and I, I'll briefly run through it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll just go to the you know to the why. You know, all of these things. You know, like when I talk about you know the lifestyle union community kingdom, but when I get to why, why is for you, and it all starts with you. You know. So if you see if you see me doing something, if I if I see Joe doing something, you know, and I'm like, okay, this I, I don't do this, but Joe does this, you know. Right. But for Chandra who commented, you know, I don't do this, but Chandra does this, you know. So that's how right. you 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 get that community of people that are all striving toward the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that everybody has that one thing that they're good at, you know. I am not a credit repair person. 
Now, if you want to call <laughs> cameras and, and photos and videos, I'm your guy. But, okay, but I'm not the, I'm not the camera person. I'm not I'm not a credit repair person. But mm -hmm. I have people in my community, and that's one of the things that I want to really really hammer home with Lucky Twenty Five is this is a community that I want to build. This is a community of people, you know, that I'm putting together, and that we can all network. So when it's time to, when it's time to sit at the table, we all can sit at the table and eat. Right. Everybody can even look good. And then we can sit back, like you say, you know, we can sit back and look at we all shining, but we also know the polish that it took, it to, took. to get there. Um, before we wrap up, uh, give everybody your social media and, and how they can find you. All right. All right. So on uh, Instagram, it's Joe Racing Three Eyes. Um, that's Joe Racing. I'm, I am the third. So that's where that came from. Um, I actually have, it's crazy that I have like four Facebook accounts. So I would actually have to, I would actually have to like type it in the comment section to, okay. uh, to get that to everybody. Um, and, uh, and you can also look me up on Connoisseur Services on Facebook. I get, I get all my notifications come to my phone. If somebody messaged me from my business account, I get the message. I see it right away. Okay. So you can also message me on Connoisseur Services. Um, uh, TikTok Joe Racing, you'll see my face, you'll see me. So I answer, I respond to DMs and messages on tick on TikTok as well. Okay. So I'm I'm not I'm not a hard person to uh to get a hold of. Also, um, anytime that I make a post, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, I always throw out my business number. So you can text my business number 469-297-6098. You can ask any questions, just say, hey Joe, I found you, I found you out for Jay's uh, podcast. So I found you. I saw you on your page. I saw you. And wherever you see me, let me know. And I offer discounts sometimes when they, hey, let me know where you saw me from. Okay, cool. I got you. I'll take care of you. You know? Okay. But just hit me up on any, any one of those social media accounts, my, my business number. I'll be more than help you out. Um, I'm never too busy. And if I am, I'll let you know, hey, let's, uh, let's schedule time for us to talk about the situation. And we can go from there. But like I said, other than that, yeah, just contact me on any of those social media met, uh, apps and I got you. I can take care of you. Okay. Well, that, that, that's good to know. And I definitely want to, um, you know, as we wrap this up, I definitely want to, you know, say thank you, uh, you know, for coming, you know, on, on the on the podcast, you know, you you're now you're now part of Lucky Twenty Five crew. You know, you you family. You know, we 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 were family before that. But, you know, we, we, family, yeah, we were family before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, we were tight before that. You know, but yeah. I mean, but you know, I'm I'm definitely glad. You know that you're now part of the Lucky Twenty Five platform. Like I said, you know, uh, the the C in Lucky Twenty Five stands for community, and that's what I really want to build is a community of people that. Are, are different in their own, you know, with, in their own lane, what they do, but <clears throat> we're all dedicated to building a community of, of strong individuals that really have right. one, one goal in, in mind and that's, and that's success, you know, and whatever, whatever, you know, you're looking for, if I can help you out, you can help out, you know, other people who are part of the, you know, Lucky 25 community and platform, they can help out as well. So with, with that being said, y'all, I definitely want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, we, you know, we'll have a, we'll have another guest, you know, coming to the, you know, coming to the Lucky Twenty Five community uh, next week. I then once again, Joe, I want to thank you, man. You know, like I say, we've been locked in before this, you know, so so you know that relationship is gonna continue going. But what I want to remind everybody 
Uh, also, you can find us on Facebook, uh, like the page, Lucky025. Definitely, uh, you can find us on Instagram, which is lucky25.podcast. Once again, I'll put a notification out when I put together the, uh, the TikTok uh, uh, social media platform as well. And definitely stay tuned. Uh, I want to have it done this weekend. Uh, I want to have the YouTube channel up and running as well. So once I get that going, definitely like and subscribe to that as well. And with that being said, you know, Joe, once again, thank you for coming on, man. Definitely, uh, you know, for giving us, you know, knowledge and insight on, you know, how you can, how you can help people and just some of the services. I honestly, I never knew, you know, that Connoisseur services, you know, had all those things going. I'm, you know, right. I, so I'm, so I definitely learned something as well. But uh, as I close, I want to remind everybody that everyone has a journey. Embrace your journey. This is your boy Vanderbilt for Joe Racing Connoisseur Services. We out. I'll see y'all next week on the podcast. We're done. All right, that was it, man. I appreciate it, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. Not a problem. Like I said, I 